weighing in at 22 ounces, with a 12-inch VG1 Sanmai 3 blade, the Gurkha Kukri may be, ounce for ounce, the most effective cut and thrust weapon in the world. The result of a design collaboration between world-renowned Bando authority Dr. Meng Ji and Cold Steel President Lin C. Thompson, it combines tremendous cutting and shearing power with outstanding penetration to outperform swords two or three times its size. Just to encapsulate this guy's appearance, uh, uh, not going to make fun of the way somebody looks, but uh, to put the image in your head, picture somebody who isn't allowed to be a youth pastor anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is part two of the Samadhi village story. Uh, In the previous episode, we discussed how the land was purchased and uh, the people that were going to start building the very first structures on it. And... This is the part of the story when Fayed comes into the picture. So we're going to pick right back up where we left off. Socratic Moron finally decides they're going to call it Samadhi Village, which is uh, Samadhi is a term in uh, Hinduism and Buddhism about it's a, it's a stage of intense concentration achieved through meditation. So for a meditation lounge, like that seems like a perfectly fine name. Yes. However, the secondary definition here is for a funerary monument. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. uh, I like, you know, I mean, I can get with the whole kind of like the Buddhism part of it. You know, I'm an ordained Buddhist, but uh, I do love that they're basically naming it like, like grave site or like death memorial. Cautionary tale village. <laughs> Cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is not a place of honor. <laughs> This is yes, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, and, and also this is what he announces that the two five hundred dollar a month slots have been taken up. So he has two people that have signed up already, and we're we're at the end of May now. The Socratic War, and he goes out trapping for the mongooses. And I'll, I have a highlighted bit here. When I brought my chicks, the farmer told me he recently started trapping mongoose because he saw a couple and was concerned about his chickens. Believe it or not, he averages one a day and has caught over two hundred. I believe it. Just, just like an endless yeah. spigot of mongooses. <laughs> Hot and cold. Always free cheddar and a mousetrap. It's, it's like when you, know you set up I mean? a crab bucket in Stardew. It's just every day you go out there, there's a new mongoose. Just hot and cold running mongooses. <laughs> just, just faucets of... <laughs> just mongooses pouring out. Yeah. Next, <laughs> uh-oh, I went out to check on the chickens who are currently in my garage and was presented with this. And there's all these adorable little, little chicks just like hopping around outside of the, the bucket that he's keeping them in because they're, they... They're not secured, so we can't even protect that's, them from themselves. That's also not enough space for chicks who look like that. That they're yeah, they're getting, they're, yeah. That they're they're in like a like a rubbermaid tote is what it is. Like this is where like Chris, it, it's for storing Christmas ornaments, not like juvenile chickens. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Would we say chicks that are being kept in a rubbermaid tote? We're not. <laughs> we're talking about birds here, folks. This is. It's uh, he's he's not putting giving these babes enough room. Yeah, thankfully <laughs> these broads. Yeah, thankfully that is the one type of dark horror that we don't have to worry about in this story. Thankfully, good. Yeah, God. So here's you know, his chicken coop that he's put together. It looks very, looks very nice. I do like this detail. He goes, we calculated the amount of roofing material we needed wrongly somehow. So we'll be getting a couple more pieces of tin and different <laughs> roofing screws tomorrow. So I like this somehow. Like I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we got it wrong. I like, will see admit, the picture, there's just like a bit on the. That's a great looking coup. Yeah. That looks like a fully put together thing. I will win. You know what? Broken clock. Yeah. That's a good yeah, looking coup. Yeah, I would totally keep some rabbits or chickens in that thing. 
Now we have a new interesting and exciting obstacle. He finds a hole that goes down to a lava tube. Hawaii is interspoosed <laughs> with countless lava tubes, some of which are collapsed, many of which are not. So there's bottomless pits on his land as well. Oh, man. This makes me think of Moe's Hole. Did you ever hear that, like, short horror story? Like, uh, the... Oh, yeah. It's just this guy who, like, lived in the middle of nowhere, is, like, some down south thing, and apparently on his property he found a hole that just goes forever. And so he just started, like, like a local grift where he would, like, pay have people, like, pay to... He did his own trash pickup, and he would just dump the trash into the hole, and it just never filled up yep i don't remember how it ended but it's just a fun little like he, i love i love little like glitch in the matrix stories you know i i, I know the story he called into air america a whole bunch uh, i think the i think that oh, it ended okay. he lost the property in a divorce so, so yeah. many of these guys just they, their their stories intersect with family court uh uh-huh. I, I you know i think that the whole is actually just a metaphor for rachel <laughs> so <laughs> uh, God. just to, if you if you take anything away from stories like this is that family court makes more villains than batman oh god yeah i mean it's just like it's just like a single divorce is what made elon musk elon musk you know what i mean like just it, it's something about like being legally held or like when the law proves a man wrong, <laughs> men become monsters. So anyways, <laughs> let's go on about this man's pockmarked booby trapped island. Yes, it- he's going to find punji pits. He, I guarantee you he's going to find punji pits. All right. When did you discover this hole? Well, the hole, the hole has always been there. We've been out there for a couple of years now. And, uh, you know, the hole has been there since we've been there. It's been there since the previous owner was there. And the previous owner there was quite elderly. And I, I'd say he was there for a good 30, 40 years before we moved in. Wow. And then... Uh, and so there's been a thing of throwing stuff down this hole for a oh, long, Oh, yeah. Long it's, it's, been, it's been going on, you know, <laughs> it's, it's for as long as the hole has been there, I assume. June 3rd, we trapped our first mongoose today. Those fuckers are mean. Wow. Hissing, growling, spitting, snarling. I have no doubt it wanted to eat our faces. Any ideas for humane killing of these things? <laughs> Opening the cage while it is alive is a no-go. As such, I'm not overly comfortable shooting it. Drowning it would work, but isn't very humane. Ideas? Question mark? Shoot it. I'm Okay. Shoot it. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, shoot it, but they don't have guns, remember? They're not at the gunpowder age. <laughs> and so... I just, I, it's, it's, there, there was an old joke, I can't remember from who, um, about, like, Steve Irwin talking about, like, oh, this guy, he, you're, this, this alligator's being real cranky, and it's just like, no, you're in its house. <laughs> you shouldn't be there. They're holding his mouth like, come closed. on. The, the mongoose isn't mean. The mongoose doesn't have a disposition. <laughs> the mongoose was just being a fucking mongoose. The one thing I love is that he didn't think about how to humanely kill it until after he caught it. It was like a real like dog chasing a car moment. Like, okay, wait, I didn't think that was going to work. Now what do I do? That's kind of all of this, though, isn't it? Like, it just it, it, he he is not he is not thinking except for that part at the beginning where it's like in year two we're going to get an international airport we're going to get an NFL franchise, uh, but like he doesn't think ahead. Instead, he does everything reactively and comes to the goons and says, all right, so what now? 
I, I, what he needs is a series of like automated reciprocating slingshots that will launch all the mongooses like a hundred miles out of the, of the perimeter. Well, maybe just one mile because you know, we don't want to throw them into the ocean and then it's not hurting them because I imagine mongooses are pretty squiggly. Mm -hmm. They are of one of God's squigglier creatures and then they'll just kind of like off of the ground and then they'll just go be mongooses elsewhere. We don't want them dead. We just don't want them near our shit, you know, trap and release. It's like when I, when a garter snake got into my house and I took it out and then like a week later it got back in and I was like, all right, I'm putting you in a gallon baggie and I'm taking you across town to a park uh, to let you loose little, little guy. You know, that's just plan year three. They build the euthanasia coaster for mongooses. Just. <laughs> He goes, so that was June 3rd. So on June 6th, um, people ask him how many people he has out. He goes, at present, it's just me, my girlfriend, Rebecca, and an employee slash friend, James. We're expecting one to three goon tears. <laughs> That's never good. Goon tears, yeah. <laughs> at the end of June, we have room, cottage space for four, if anyone is interested in coming to play. Free, free food and board. So you're living with this guy and his girlfriend and their employee slash friend. And that is a never a good thing when somebody is referred to as an employee slash friend. Nope. I I am like a compulsive fucking pal hound where like my everybody that I work with knows my full life on the Internet. And it's I, I'm so fucking stupid for that <laughs> because like my boss loves all of the like the the art and stickers that I make. They follow me on all my shit. So like. You, you don't want to mix those two groups of people. <laughs> Keep them separated, especially if you're doing screwy shit online. Yeah. Uh, gosh. And just that's how you get fired for a tweet that was just a goddamn joke. <laughs> I don't actually know how to make a pipe bomb, okay? <laughs> I, okay, so I do know how to make a pipe bomb. I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> They're very easy. I'll explain it on the Patreon. <laughs> Knowledge and intention are very different things. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna watch a sister show where each episode it's Winslow reading me a different article from the Anarchist Cookbook, and then we try and reproduce <laughs> it. Yeah, and then I, I I'm friends with uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I'm friends on our friends. We follow each other on, on Twitter, and we interact every once in a while. Uh, the guy that literally wrote the book on nerve gas. Oh, and uh, he's a very interesting guy. Like nerve gas is his like his whole life, right? And so all day, every day, it's just him arguing with people about what is or what is not a nerve gas. And so it's just like, it'll be like, I because I, he's out in, in the UK, so I'll wake up in middle of the, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just see him. And he's been just tweeting for like eight hours straight about that is not the recipe for mustard gas. <laughs> just because you saw it in a movie does not mean that it is true. And I was like, God, go get him, Dan. <laughs> Bringing war to the people trying to make nerve gas in their apartment. <laughs> Just, somebody, uh, somebody's got to stand on that wall. <laughs> exactly, but we will reveal the actual recipes for mustard gas on the Patreon. Yeah. Another one. Uh, so June seventh, Socratic War, and he gets another addition to his arsenal. He gets a two thousand five John Deere Gator six by four, which is just like a little tractor for like pulling down trees and stuff. Um, so just just remember, he bought this tree puller tractor. 
Canspice says, And to be more precise, it's the fiddlehead of the Yuluhi fern. Which is what's all over the ground on the first non-satellite pictures of the thread. Yuluhi is a pain in the ass to remove. It climbs over other trees about 10 to 12 feet. Its stalk is hard and hollow, kind of like a drinking straw on steroids. When you break it open, it's pretty sharp, and it grows like a motherfucker, too. <laughs> so this is just, like, pointy kudzu. Yeah. And then, Cole, if you could read what Beep Beep Cars Go says after that. Yeah. And Beep Beep Cars Go says... So- <laughs> So, Captain Carl said, quite tasty cooked up. Beep Beep Cars Goes responds, So long as they're cooked completely, raw and undercooked, they're mildly poisonous. Ask me how I know. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, it's like this every Dark Souls level in one place. Like, <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. So, so this has all been the serious goon stuff, but now I got to use this gift. So here comes Fiad. Fiad <laughs> learns about this going on, and as they are want to do the the fuck you and die forum, uh, they start sort of making fun of it. So I just put a little bit of the uh, the non lesser problematic highlights from Fiad. So, <laughs> so um, okay. So if you guys want to alternate between those, <laughs> okay, Kevin Sorfo. Hello, sir. Kevin Sorvo says, Lol, goons are going to spend thousands of dollars to go Hawaii and will probably stay inside. <laughs> they would be lucky if they get to stay inside. Yeah. So far, we haven't seen evidence that they have built an inside yet. <laughs> Slabs says, Samoans, no longer the fattest people in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. I yeah, then Hoster Seriously Fat Homo says, There are 120,000 registered accounts on these forums, yet goons still think that paying $10 makes them a part of a unique club, and that there's a sense of community and loyalty, and that all goons are smart, funny, well-adjusted, and it would be a grand idea to get goons together to form a big goon community. It would be a literal utopia with no fuck shittery or vapidness in sight. God, vapidness. That word was a fucking plague on the forums from like 2007 to 2009. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, this this does not make me look good. Um, this next story is going to come back and haunt me. But I had a very difficult interaction with a very uh, extremely frustrating and mean individual recently. And I did say that they were vapid. And I swear to God, they took out their phone. <sighs> And Googled what vapid means. <laughs> Which is like, oh, it's like, it's like seeing a shooting star. We were like, oh my, did, did anybody else? See? This is amazing. Oh, like, holy shit. That's a, and then he said, that's a synecdoche. It, the, the thing contains the thing. You did it. You illustrated it. And then he's like, I, I need to look up what synecdoche means. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. Oh, no. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Triticum Guzzler says, I don't know anything about building or plants, but my favorite Street Fighter character is Blanca. Hope you have a use for me. <laughs> That's awesome. If I bend down and yell, I'm covered by electricity. 
maybe power you know, until you get the hydro. Well, up my guy me. is Raiden, so if you need to cut down trees, I could just throw my hat. <laughs> uh, what is it? There, like, what? It's that fighting game now where a guy is just like a bunch of instruments. Is that? Am I thinking of that? Sounds like guilt. Or like he's like sounds a, like guilty gear to me, but yeah. He's like he's got like a trench coat and he's just full of pianos or something. <laughs> I, I let, let the record state I have no idea what goes on in fighting games anymore. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, putrid Greek woman says, "Just bought an empty lot in St. Louis, South. I'm thinking of turning it into a super badass arcade where you are player <laughs> one. Literally. Does anyone know how to put people in a video game? If you come by my empty lot, I will give you a tarp and five five dollars per month." <laughs> yeah. oh. Kevin Servo says add Samadhi Jungle to Zyborgmap.jpg. Cyborg uh, Clock. That's that's one of the that's one of the Mount Rushmore ones that we haven't touched. But just I look whenever right. I had to just do that in there for foreshadowing. Uh, Kevin Servo also says his helper will spend the entire first day carving a walking stick. Truly, oh, that's Jesus a very Christ. Venture Brothers joke. What were you doing? I carved a walking stick. Uh, Triticum Guzzler says, So I think that guy's planning to build a lot of buildings or something. I realize Hawaii is pretty relaxed, but don't you need planning permission or some shit? Which is another thing we haven't even got to. Where are they shitting? <laughs> In the boar Because I... Here, okay, here's the thing. I don't know how old these people are, but I, I am going to be 32 soon. Um, and... If I had to dig a hole every time I had to take a shit, I would lose my fucking mind. Because every time I have to take a shit, it is an emergency (laughs) that is thrust upon me. All right? Like, I've been handed a crying child, and that child is my cult. (laughs) I don't want to dig a hole every goddamn time. They could use those lava vents. That is too much. (laughs) They could use the lava vents. That's actually pretty smart. Use nature's nature's toilet. <laughs> That's just the answer to a everything. Volcano. How do we get rid of the mongooses? Throw them down the lava vent. <laughs> Goose in the hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, that's a you no. Know, the topic of burning, building permits never comes up. Like that's like, he never posts like topographical maps or anything. Just like that one like Minecraft map view that we got was the only thing that we really get of it. Here we go. Uh, seriously Fat Homo says, It would be pretty sweet if that guy was bullshitting and just found some random pics and shit like that, and he made just an 18-year-old girl living in Tokyo book a one-way play into a butthole Hawaiian island. Like, the, the sentiment there, like, yeah, that's like, nobody really pushes back or questions his bona fides or whatever. He literally just posted some pictures and people were like, yeah, we're gonna fly out there. Just, <laughs> luckily he... Hey man, yeah. y'all wanna come out to my rape jungle? <laughs> like, come on. Oh my Ooh. god. Uh, just <laughs> this is like a role-playing action. It's between asterisks. I assume that's what it means. Uh, stumbles around rainforest, holding laptop aloft, grumbles about Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> there, there's also that, like the fact that one of their like first logistical hurdles is we just we need Wi-Fi on the property, whereas like the reasonable thing is like you don't you don't try to live there, like you, you live off site. Until there's places to be, and then and then you right. you like go in during the day, and then you get back home and do your internet. Right? Do you get? Do you ever realize that like when people are building buildings, like construction workers uh, don't live in the construction that they're building? No, right? Like they're they're not just 
that yeah. seems like a conflict right. of interest to me. There was some stuff. I edited out a bunch of this because a lot of it was like them just like being, you know, gross about Madeline and there being a woman and also just kind of like some up. Some people did some they did some doxing, which I didn't include in here at all, of course. But just in general, the the consensus they seemed to take away from looking at her social media and stuff was that she was someone who seemed very ill prepared for for what this job was asking of her, which same with the main guy, obviously. But that kind of does kind of show what we really see from the people that you did hear. It really was just whoever wanted to come out here could come. There doesn't seem to be any real like vetting or anything that was going on literally nothing good has ever happened when somebody has quote found their deviant yeah (laughs) like you've never that's never been a good thing it's it's always the the thing that it presages disaster you know it's 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 yeah it's this sonic inflation or some (laughs) wild shit inflates you big and round you know (laughs) And, Um, and just it's wild that he did no vetting because no matter how good his little uh, NDA or liability waiver or whatever it is, like he's still responsible. Like he can, mm-hmm. he can pretend like he's not, but like, I don't know what's a Zen game because if something bad happened, he would still be the person who lured a young woman from another continent and killed her on an Island. And also he has to live with these people. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I guess you you have that defense of just going like, you know, again, the Valenti non secundaria where it's just like, I just said that this is what I'm doing. You can come here if you want. I guess all that gets thrown out of the window if you're paying them, right? Yeah. Also, I, I, I don't know. Kind, kind of seems like he should. <laughs> this gets down to like payroll tax, because if you're saying you need to be here <laughs> six hours a day, they're not contractors anymore. Right. Yeah. And you know that they're just operating off of a sundial. <laughs> Try to come guzzler post. He goes, we did it. At last, we caught a boar. Now, speaks in hushed toads. Tina, eat to ham. Again, really dating this. You got that Napoleon Dynamite reference in there. <laughs> oh, God, that was a Napoleon Dynamite reference, wasn't it? Oh, God, it is. <laughs> wow. Everyone got very sad. Tina. I just, Jesus. yeah, wow, what what a weird phenomenon that was. Shades couldn't you couldn't make that kind of movie today, man. You just get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it's my culture, not a costume. I, I mean, an, an uncle does vibrate his balls right in front of his nephew. <laughs> uh, Shades check says gets really buff building huts. Uh, dies from the new virus called Burning Man. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. I just, you know, it's funny because, like, all of this has been done by, uh, you know, if if they just linked up with the guy uh, from Primitive Technology, all of this could have been so much (laughs) better. Like, he could have done no problem, you know? That dude builds huts like it's nothing. It's great. And he doesn't talk? What's not to love? It's the perfect man. (laughs) Strong shoulders. Tough calluses doesn't talk. Mm. Marry me. <laughs> so Socratic Moron, he starts people. He starts getting some criticism in the thread, and the first time someone criticizes him, he basically kind of tries to like show off and flex to kind of push back against it. So this is him pushing back against some business feedback he received. I sincerely appreciate your opinion and understand you're trying to help. So please understand that my next words aren't really directed at you, and I beg you not to take them personally. 
In my 31 years, I founded five companies, two of which were acquired and held more jobs than most do in a lifetime. I used to read West Business Law for fun and could talk to just about any word in any of your textbooks glossaries, mostly because I probably <laughs> fucked it up at some point and learned from the mistake. I've made enough money and done enough things where most people would tell, call me successful, and yet I was never really happy. I did what society expected of me, and I was pretty much miserable. So, okay, one thing that what this strikes me as is when people talk about, like, I read blank hard thing for fun, it's it's like when people are like, I listen to everything from Beethoven to Ref, <laughs> and it's like, cool. <laughs> I That doesn't mean that you appreciate it. It's meaningless. You know, like, it's all meaningless. You know, it's, it's like anybody who says, I read this number of books per year. Uh, okay, what books, uh, what right. did you take from them? Like, they're, like, it's it's a real juvenile idea of, like, a credential of just grasping at straws to um, find anything to make somebody just respect you. He's just using right. this. And also, all of those credentials, that is straight up, like, Dermot from Venture Brothers compulsive liar talk. Uh, oh, that, well, that, like, for sure. I think a lot of this you can kind of filter through, a lot of the <laughs> how much of this is actually true. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that, like, there are so many things that are just like, how do you put it? They're just like objects of uh, association. So it's, it's the kind of the same way that like, if I want somebody to think that I'm cultural, tell them that I listen to Beethoven. If I want somebody to think that I'm uh, very uh, smart, I'll tell them like, Oh, I read like Einstein books. I, <laughs> I know physics and math. And it's like, dude, I've read, I used to be really into physics and I read a ton of books about like fourth dimensional physics and stuff like that. Couldn't tell you dick about nope. it because I didn't understand it because I'm not actually smart in that way. It's it's home, but I read the books, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody can take that away from me. It's 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 Homer Simpson uh, uh, eating a donut with a uh, knife and fork to impress Frank Grimes. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're challenging my authority, buddy. Do you have any idea how many Sudoku's I've solved today? <laughs> Just these weird, weird metrics of power. Uh, yeah. And also, like, oh, I wanted to get away from the rat, rat, rat race. He wants to set up Project Mayhem out there. This is Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. This is Fight Club without Dude, the fight. download Rust. <laughs> yeah. After extensive soul-searching and introspection, I realized that I had created a false self. I was completely bullshitting myself, starting at a very young age. I created false personalities in an effort to please those around me, to gain their approval. I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. I was doing what was expected of me. It's no surprise that I wasn't happy despite, in scare quotes, succeeding. So maybe we're not, maybe we're not too late for a cult thing to happen. Cause it's very much just like, Oh, I've created all the false selves, but now I'm shedding that bullshit and I'm finding the real truth. This, That's just like nothing about that is unique. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, I have to like it, it's case in point of like, I mean, this is the second time we've had a story like this of somebody who's like, I did the things that were hallmarks of success and I wasn't happy. Therefore I need to do the craziest fucking thing that I can think of. It's like, yeah, man, you, you lived your life by somebody else's standards and now you are doing the same thing, but in a more dangerous way. And in fact, endangering other people around you, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's a whole bunch of people who didn't realize that Kevin Spacey's character was not a good guy in American beauty. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I, I am a big fan of Kevin Spacey. Haven't Googled him in a few years, yes. but I'm very excited to get back into his later stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, his YouTube series is very interesting. Oh, God. That's yes. the most haunted content imaginable. Incredibly cursed, yeah. Here we go. Just two very good Fiat birds here. Very mean. Hey. Freddie Gibbous says, It's about the experience of recreating Lost with a cast of all Hurleys. Oh, God. <laughs> it's an, an oops all Hurley situation. Uh, very good. And then, uh, then Gadrock says, The least dangerous game. <laughs> yes, I had a for coming up with names for it. There's also the Zyborn Village and Lord of the Fives, which I thought was pretty good. Lord of the Another fives, one was a Hawaii funny. five 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 five. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I mentioned is awesome. somebody suggests them building a zip line on there, which is hey? very oh, funny buddy. because yeah, we've I've done we haven't never talked about it on the podcast, but I did my video about the follow up. I'm actually wearing the shirt from that video, so Ooh. a nice bit of serendipity there. My bailiff, <laughs> my bailiff by day, gamer by night shirt. One of my favorite thrift store finds. <laughs> I've never been a bailiff. <laughs> I just love stealing valor for things. We are allowed to do that. <laughs> it's like it's like why I say I'm an internet historian. Of course, I'm. Gonna, no one can say I'm not. Who's going to challenge yeah. me? There's, there's no. Uh, there's, there's no, no central authority. Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Poster Yadrock says. Hmm. Now, why would some guy want to enlist the services of a bunch of virgins on an island with an active volcano? It, it's. I mean, it's. It's the easiest jokes told in a very cutting way, which makes them still funny. Yeah. Like it's just like okay, get better material. Like ah, uh-huh, they're fat virgins, blah blah blah. Yeah. But like the, the just the relent the relentlessness with which it comes out does it, like it like I do still laugh. I don't feel good about it, but I do still laugh. Oh yeah, you have to be able to to look at some of this stuff and go like, look, this is gross. You're a dick. <laughs> but that was clever. Yes. <laughs> you did put together what is basically just a fat body shaming joke, <laughs> but you did it in a pretty thoughtful way funny you could be you could be clever and evil yes. i can i think that that should be we should be able to say that yeah so so now it, it's we're at june 12th we're up to three people total who have volunteered to come out to the island so um there's a there's another guy shows up you don't have to read the post i thought it was very funny that something awful at this time is so big you can make a thread in diy going hey i'm gonna build a settlement in hawaii and other guys oh hey i'm on hawaii too you'll find another hawaii guy there just to talk <laughs> about he's building a guy on like a different island i think but it's just so funny <laughs> to me it's it's very funny that what we're two months in and we only have three people you should really like if now's the time to post it on gbs because uh, you know, yeah. you I, let it go. <laughs> it'll be too popular, but at least you will have more people coming. Yeah, and, and Winslow, if you could at least read the highlighted ones for Ginger Smurf, this one's very good. Just the two highlighted. Ginger Smurf says, "I seriously have no tangible skills that would make me a valued contributor to this project, but perhaps my quilting skills could come in handy." <laughs> he could quilt a sail so people could get I, away from the island. <laughs> So they, they've, they've rushed so far ahead. So we started off with spears, and then we're already like, all right, we're actually going to be forging steel. And then we just immediately went to Pioneer Village. You know what I mean? Like, we're already doing Betsy Ross shit. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like one of those, like, really weird unbalanced games of civilization where, like, you've discovered gunpowder, but you still don't, like, have granaries. Everything's completely mismatched. Yeah, it's just nuts. You're just like... Worshipping a dirt god while blowing things up with nuclear missiles. <laughs> my, my, yeah, my, and my, it is my cave cavemen just getting mowed over by tanks. 
Yeah, that right. is kind of a recurring thing. This too is like Owen's wanting to help, but not really having skills that are relevant. Um, this one here, this one here, this poster, it's very good. I graduate in spring of 2010 with a bachelor's of, in science and computer information systems. Will you still need help then? <laughs> like people like, literally, I'll build the website. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you can do that without having to live in a fucking swamp. Yeah. So, so- This is the meta thing that (laughs) I'll make a website becomes a catchphrase for when goon projects go awry. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I like that's the thing that is like kind of the the secret shame of me because like I have all of this like lefty politics and I love the idea of of like actually getting together and helping put together, you know, mutual aid kind of things. Uh, However, my uh actual work experience outside of working in a kitchen is uh i'm very very good at making bumper stickers and telling jokes on stage (laughs) and i don't think that that's what we're going to need to fight the nazis so i don't know i uh i'm not going to bring much to the table however these bumper stickers i need you to know they're fucking great (laughs) They're, they're gonna boost morale Basically, they're so they're good. They're going to wish they sent a poet, you know, but if they have a bumper yeah, sticker, absolutely. Guy, at least you express things with brevity. You can sum, you can exactly. sum up wide concepts. I just released a bumper sticker today that says, keep honking. I'm listening to extra juicy Thanksgiving turkey carving sounds ASMR to MP3. <laughs> and so far, I've sold one of them. So. <laughs> well, it made me laugh when I saw it. So, very I good just, design. Perfect. I just like the background image on that because it's just a bunch of sweaty meat. <laughs> yeah, it's just a pile of fucking gooey turkey meat. Uh, this is such a commonality. Like, nobody's directly come out and said, like, oh, yeah, if you need an idea guy. But, like, that is the common thing in these kind of projects, broadly, but also, like, historically in, 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 in Goon stuff is, you know, like... Okay, I don't know how to code, uh, but I'll join this game project as a guy who tells other people what to do. Like, a lot of this is oh, just yeah. talking around, like, I'm not actually going to do valuable work, but I'll be there. Yeah, there was a, uh, I think it was an Onion or a Hard Times article a million years ago that was just like, guy has a great idea for a video game. He just needs someone to do all the coding, writing, editing, and all, you know, the boring stuff. <laughs> Basically, that exact same principle. It's like, yeah, well. I've I've said this before. I've said this so many times. Ideas are the cheapest goddamn thing in the world. If you want to be an artist, you have to be the one that does the art. Yeah. You know? Ideas are cheap. Commitment is very valuable. So this post here, this is an, another one of the goon work, uh, goon laborers, is aquatic iguana. So uh, I think uh, Cole is doing Mad Little Nerd. So if Winslow, if you want to be aquatic iguana, this is them reporting the first t- their first day on the island. 
Aquatic Iguana says, Looks like I'm the first goon to arrive. Just wanted to share some of my initial impressions. So far, my experiences have been nothing but positive. I arrived on Friday. My first thought was, as I walked through the airport was that they should open these big windows. Then I noticed that there were no windows. I was already open to the atmosphere. It's just that hot. The weather seems really volatile. Rain shifts to sun and back pretty frequently. If you aren't big on being wet and muddy, you'll have issues here. My time so far has been spent learning the local offerings and supply shopping. We did a little bit of labor yesterday, a taste of much more to come, I'm sure. Socratic is a totally cool dude. I've been making suggestions and about things the volunteer has needs, and he's been more than accommodating. I'm really looking forward to the coming weeks. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's this is uh where I'm waiting for the thing when like it they like uh you're watching the true crime show when you show the picture of the happy family and then it's black and white or then it's like and then they invert the yeah. colors you know where it's like everything's like no I landed here I'm in Hawaii it's nice they gave me a lay and uh, yeah everything's going okay and then it like smash cuts to like a few years in the future and the guy's missing four That's fingers and an eye he's just like everything <laughs> one bird did this to me <laughs> yeah I lost everything below the below my pelvis to trench body. Oh, like trench foot? Oh, trench, trench body. body. Uh, trench cock. Yeah. Hi, Hank. Hank Trenchcock at your service. Private R. Socratic moron asks, does anyone know about generators? <laughs> just, just be like, hey, anybody know anything about generators? I, I don't. <laughs> I'm the middle of June 30th. So now Mad Little Nerd is arriving at the island. Mad Little Nerd says, I'm here. Hawaii is a lot like Wales. It's hilly. There's crazy weather. The signs are in a weird language I can't pronounce and smells faintly like a shoe in a good way. It's hard to explain. On the upside, there's no sheep or Welsh people. The cottage is lovely, but it gets pretty cold at night. Uh, there will be raw goon fights over blankets when all four of us are here. Uh, we have no cheese grater. I'm telling you, it's barbaric out here. Oh, man, this is... I I just hope that she's okay. <laughs> because a bunch of goons alone fighting over blankets, it's... I You know? It's grim. You already all know what, what the writing on the wall is here, so I just hope that she's okay. I, I will yeah. say, yeah, nothing... Madeline, there are she winds out. She winds out okay. Nothing bad happens. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. No. This is, yeah. This this very grim, like camp crusty esque experience that they're setting up right here. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. Teacher's okay. So, and then here's our final arrival, Nitro Spaz, who says, "I arrived Sunday afternoon. Had my first day on the land yesterday. What a cool place and a great group of people. Yesterday, I planted potato plants. Learned how to use a machete. I've cleared the beginning of a new trail and hauled some lava rocks to the driveway. The mongoose haven't gotten us yet. So." Everyone's here. These are the, the three volunteers that they wind up getting. There's a Socratic Moron, his girlfriend, their laborer buddy. Everyone's on the island now. So everything is, and it's July 7th. So now everything's really going to start kicking into gear. <laughs> Mad Little Nerd says, The guys are really nice. They're all giving me the space I need in the house. I'm the only girl, sad face. <laughs> I'm the only girl. Uh, they just, they, so there's something fucked up about when a 
when a woman refers to herself as a girl and it's like, oh no, she drank the Kool-Aid, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm the only female here. It's like, what? what? Okay, no, come on. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Or like her like saying Hawaii's <laughs> a lot like whales. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like Hawaii's giving me some real strong boss baby vibes here. Like, oh honey, you got to travel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got finally a picture. One of the mongooses. So some of her pictures are still intact. So yeah, just there's one of the little weasel creatures that they've been catching. Little guy. Yeah. Weasel acquired. <laughs> yeah. My little nerd says the foreman shot Bitey the mongoose in the head several times with a pellet gun. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I believe we're upgrading to 22 to do a cleaner job. That is, that is vile. That is vilely cruel. <laughs> so the, the foreman's just walking around with like a, a, a red rider. Yeah. Are they referring the- they is don't this, have a real it, gun. They just have a pellet gun. That's what they, that's what they used to. We, we airsofted one of God's creatures to death. Um, who's the foreman? Is is that Socratic? Is is that Socratic dumbass or whatever his name is? I think that's the guy they've hired that's working there. But okay. maybe, it is, maybe it is Socratic because we're going to see, see some more. But yeah. Um, no, I will say just the mental image of them, of them multiple shots of the BB gun. It made me think like it can fall out three when you get the BB gun that only does one damage. You just keep <laughs> right. it. It's like, just constantly oh, doing God. the same looping animation over and over on this poor little mongoose just, as its health ticks down. Well, first they would have to enter vats so they could <laughs> properly target the yeah. head. Hope they have enough AP. Yeah. Right. Another update from Socratic Moron. He goes, On July 1st, the 6x4 gator and a shitload of tools were stolen from the land. The gator Yay. getting stolen did surprise me as they literally cut down two trees and hot-wired it in order to steal it. So they they got the gator 6x4 as a tree puller, and they secured it to the trees to keep people from stealing it. And so the people who stole it hot-wired and used it to pull down the trees that they tied it to. That's amazing. That's awesome. It's, it's like when you go to the hardware store, and they have, like, bolt cutters that are, like, <coughs> bolted to the wall. And it's like... Yeah, I'll just use the bolt cutters. Like, you can't secure anything to anything in a hardware store. You are a hardware store. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, the we've we've locked a certain portion of the key store. <laughs> like, we're going to get in. It's a key store. We'll figure it out. I don't, I don't need to buy. I don't need to buy the thing I want. I just need to steal one angle grinder. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Any any store with an angle grinder is no longer secure. <laughs> Yeah. It's not a store, it's just a big closet that I that I use sometimes. Putrid Greek woman says, Film live vlogs from the island and post them. Live, letting people know about the theft. It'll be a good therapy and also will help galvanize support for your case on Twitter, Reddit, other important things. I'm sure the goons will be able to help you with that smiley face. So yeah, that oh. one, I just love the idea of just, just round up a posse online. Just... <laughs> I just what, what what cause is the is the discussion about like raising funds to buy a new one to replace it to get stolen again? <sighs> yeah, it's just, I eventually think what they did was they offered a one thousand dollar reward for anyone who was able to return it or find it because they were hoping they would get someone to, like rat out on it, but it never happened. They just never got yeah. it back. Their tree pulling machine was just stolen from them, and that's the last we see of it. Wow. So, but luckily though, Socratic Moron, he, you know, he's always thinking ahead. So after they got robbed, he goes, we're currently in the process of making a huge gate as part of our reactionary security system. I've also ordered security cameras. We'll be getting a dog with an attitude. I'm spending a couple nights a week camped out with my shotgun and we'll be setting up booby traps. Should be fun. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch yeah, going on Yeah, let's break this here. down uh, one at a time here. Okay, we've ordered security cameras that we will connect to the the trees, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, we the, the electricity that we'll just be getting from all of the gumption that we've pooled together. <laughs> and I like the idea of going to get a dog with an attitude as if they're going to the pound and just looking to see which one has sunglasses <laughs> on. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I need to find... Do you have any of them dogs with mohawks? You know? <laughs> like... I need a dog with a single gold You bring a jukebox down to the pound, in which everyone walks by and just hits it once and makes it start playing music. You're like, oh, yeah, that's... Right. And not to mention this for the third time now, (laughs) but the reason that uh, I know the the Latin phrase valenti non fit injuria is because of the law about booby traps. (laughs) That's why you can't booby trap your house. Because, like... like, Because you can't booby trap your property because anybody might need to go in there, right? Like, because then if you have a heart attack and you call 911 and then the fucking, the, the EM, like the medics come in and they step on your fucking landmine or whatever, that, that's the reason why. And so I just love, like, they're, they're just rushing into, like, well, we're going to set up punji pits because <laughs> that's the very first thing that we need. We're all taking turns shitting into a pool of spikes. <laughs> and also... Uh, having the one guy who probably has the most power in the situation uh, with a shotgun staying awake for days on end. <laughs> we gave the shotgun to Shaky Terry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Mike. Don't worry, guys. I'm giving myself a manic episode as a joke. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, and also just they don't have a fence. They're just gonna have a freestanding gate. <laughs> I love it. They posted a video, which isn't there anymore, of them pulling down a tree. And so he goes, I'd love to know what that girl screamed at the end. I'm thinking that's Rue from the SV forums. And then that's, it was Mad Little Nerd. Yeah. And Mad Little Nerd says, it was, we're going to starve because that tree came right down on all of our food plants. <laughs> Sheepish face oh, emoji. <laughs> Uh, the dare smiley. Uh, the damage was pretty minimal, though. <laughs> a few torn banana leaves here and there, and one or two fatalities. Fun, cute. It, it fell on your food, ma'am. <laughs> no, just oh no, our food. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the real Keystone yeah. Cops antics going on at Savani Village. I love it. The, I mean, you know, towards the beginning of this like podcast, you mentioned that like the Dunning Kruger effect was going to be like a major part. Of a lot of these stories, and god damn, you were right. <laughs> you know, th- th- this is a group of people that are just like, oh, I think I have the general skills of what it takes to run a modern society from the ground up. Yeah, no. you know, like they're they're going in there without knowing how to properly cut down a tree, <laughs> which is pretty fucking basic. You know, not that I know, but like I also live in a house. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I, I know enough not to try to do it. Yeah, it's like guys, this is real life. You can't. You're not gonna get to like restart the scenario over and know what to do next time. You guys gotta like take this seriously. <sighs> Any decision that doesn't come with a body count, I guess. Yeah. Right. And so just I summarized a bunch of but they they post about kind of the daily rhythm is they basically if they start the work at like nine in the morning, they'll do like their morning routine where they feed the animals and check on the plants. Then they'll spend the day doing some sort of task like filling in a trail or cutting down trees. And then it ends at four PM and then basically they just go back to the cabin and just like play Wii or like watch movies or whatever. And then the thing that's kinda of true is like there's not really anything to do outside of work because like they can go into town where there's some stores and stuff, but it's you know, it's Hawaii. It's like you can go to the beach and stuff, but there's not really like you know, like a lot to do there aside from 
you know, it's Hawaiian stuff. So it's both kind of like very boring and also like very exhausting. Just, it seems like a very interesting headspace to be in where we're also being in like pristine, beautiful earth. Right. I, I, I don't know this because the most uncomfortable situation I've ever been is like a pretty long delay at an airport. Uh, <laughs> but the thing that you hear from people who, you know, do survival stuff is like, yeah, once you're uh, established, like the most dangerous thing is boredom. Right. Uh-huh. Just like, you know, the, the grind gets to you, the silence. We're so acclimated to never being bored, to having something, you know, leans on our attention all the time, that the absence of that, even if you have people around, causes you to go batty. Like, that is, you know, one of the bigger dangers long term, as opposed to the short term dangers, such as lava pits or mongooses. Oh yeah, no doubt. Like I mean, I'm similar. Yeah. Like if I if I forget to bring my my phone with me when I go to the bathroom, I get I succumb to toilet madness in like five minutes. <laughs> like I need something to do. So yeah, just the idea of just being out in the woods, just like uh, with nothing but your thoughts. It can be nice if you have someplace yeah. else to go. <laughs> At least they have a Wii, though. You know, yeah. they have enough people that they can do a full four player round of Wii Sports. Play boom Steven Spielberg's boom blocks. <laughs> Uh, meet the Fablemans too. It's about designing the boom blocks. Yeah. So July twenty first, Socratic moron. We had our first bad injury today. Luckily, it was me. I took a spring loaded strawberry guava to the face, and four stitches later, I'm supposed to stay away from the land for at least forty eight hours. Brownie face. <laughs> so he he succumbed to like a George of the Jungle like like goof. <laughs> <laughs> I I. <laughs> Spring loaded makes it seem like it's a boxing glove coming out of like a Christmas present type of thing. But, you know, I, uh, I also like that the doctor told him just stay away from the land. That was a medical <laughs> advice. That was just like general, like somebody needs to father you son. <laughs> right. So how'd you get this injury son? Well, uh, I'm trying to build a culture. <laughs> <laughs> so Mad Little Nerd's pictures are still up. So we do get some pictures of what it looks like now that they've had a bit of times. So like there's their gardening situation. It's just some like cleared brown land with like some these with like the trees that they've cut down. They've used to mark off different areas, and they have plants growing in it. It looks. I mean, haphazard. obviously, I've never done this before myself, but it looks haphazard. I mean, it does. It it looks haphazard, but it also they have actually clear cut a good amount of rainforest, which is another thing that we should have harped on a little bit more is that (laughs) the thing that we are all trying to preserve the thing that is keeping us from fucking you know the the impending climate disaster they're like what if we cut it down and filled it with goons (laughs) i think i would love to put this uh this yoga retreat but there's these all these icebergs in the way (laughs) what do these goons get together and melt them (laughs) oh my god this is Aquatic Iguana, the one they're supposed to read. So this picture of him where he's holding one of the chickens, and the chicken oh has God. its neck extended and looks very incredulous. Well, he's just looking at it in wonder. With a very 2009 that, t-shirt. That's like a Saints Row 2 t-shirt. I love it. That's a... How old is this person? That's a child. Yeah. That looks... They look like they're 17. Yeah, they look oh, like a teenager, wow. but they, they think they were like someone who just finished college or something. So, but yeah... It, it, he looks very. That's he looks like someone's like teenage son. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, he also has. Uh, he also has sideburns, which I think you should keep in because that kind of completes the picture <laughs> yeah, for me. He kinda, yeah, he kind of has like. He looks like he could go. He's like 
he's like the EV form. He can like evolve into like a rockabilly or he could evolve into like a, <laughs> and he has the hair that, you know, he just goes to the barber and says a number. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no goal with this. It's just like, well, I want it to be on my head yeah. and I want it to be a three. <laughs> Uh, so this is Mad Little Nerd talking about some an, an event that happens. This is a big event. So ah, the piglets. I, I hate that affectation. Starting the sentence that you write with ah, yes. Let me tell you a tale. Uh, ah, the piglets. This was a day and a half. Just to refresh your memory, we had two little piggies, Spam the boy and Lady Oink. Spam had a weird slash possibly missing eye and was being pussy whipped by a Lady. We decided that because he had shit quality of life, it was probably best if we killed him and let Lady live. Plus, she was getting all cute and letting me scratch her back and shit. The plan was two people would get into the pig pen, hold him down, hogtie him, take him out, (laughs) shoot him in the back of the head, string him up, and slit his throat. (laughs) Okay. Just two people to okay to take down a hog. There, okay, it's, it's a piglet. I don't need to tell you that it's going to be more difficult than that. Plans are nice. A large dog can outwit a man. You know, like <laughs> taking out a pig. That's like what? That's like carrying all the groceries to the, to the, from your car in one trip. That's easy. Anyone could do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The piglets had other ideas. Freaked out by two scary burly men in her pen, Lady jumped three feet and scrambled out of the pen, dashing off into the jungle. The plan changes. She's now on the menu. We watch her trot off over the hill and into the brush and hold our ground. Um, We know she'll come back out. She's not used to the jungle. Everyone listens for telltale oinking, and we all reposition, ready to pounce when she emerges. Nonchalantly, Lady strolls forth. Socratic Moran takes aim with the handgun. I'm so glad that this picture survived. They have a handgun at the Yeah, after the pellet thing, they finally got a real gun. So here is Sec- there's uh, Socratic yeah, they have Moran, a shotgun, the right. OP, the guy I've been reading. If you want to describe <laughs> this very well sh- uh, this very well, very well framed picture. So it, it, this is quite well framed because this definitely looks like something that would be burned into our memory after, you know, the past few years of police doing police shit. But this time, I guess it's a pig getting shot. So I guess, you know, easy come, easy go. Uh, this is a, a man with a shaved head wearing a very sweaty uh, gray uh, tank top. But that tank top might just be a white tank top that has been sweated to gray. <laughs> with a uh, He has a holster on his... He has two holsters, one for a machete and one for just like a bowie knife. And he's just taking aim it's they're in like a forest clearing so it's like kind of desolated land and he's taking aim at a pig who's just staring at them uncomprehendingly (laughs) and this this is an itty bitty pig like i don't think it'd be easy to get a hold of like they run away but it's it does probably barely comes up to like a two-thirds of the way up his shin maybe yeah like they were describing it as a pig i mean who knows because it's pretty far away yeah yeah, just the way they're both facing each other, it's framed almost like it's like a boss battle. Like, it's like a Metal Gear Solid 3 thing. You walk up in the jungle, and there's the pig just waiting for you. Just, uh, so, you see, and also the fact that this all happened because it escaped from their pig pen. So, their pig pen wasn't even able to hold their pigs. So, this is, uh, so, these are the last two bits here are Mad Little Nerds. Yeah. 
And with the accuracy of a bad guy in a Western, he fires off six rounds. One hits Lady straight through the rib cage. She freaks, turns, runs off into the jungle. We wait until the piercing squeals stop and retrieve her. Anyway, she gets strung up and skinned, and then we throw her in a hot pit, a hot pit to cook her for a few hours. Oh, poor little pig. Yeah, so they're talking about it like I this know. is some badass operator thing, and they're like, yeah, we, we just horribly shot and let it bleed out and due to our own incompetence. Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty badass. Put out the food, she would come back. <laughs> People have been pretty supportive to that, but once, once the animal stuff starts happening, that's when everyone starts turning on them. Like, People were already kind of being a little, being a little critical about the the pellet gun stuff with the mongoose, and now that they had, so now they have a more powerful gun, and they're just causing more problems, escalation. Goons with guns <laughs> causing problems. Yeah, eggs. Eggs says you killed the one healthy piglet you had because it got out of the pen. Edit. Why were you mercy killing the other piglet because it was pussy whipped? Why are you killing baby animals? Why do you actually kill sun animals with pellet guns and some animals with actual guns? Why do you have guns to begin with? Eggs fucked around with this message at 2155 on July 22nd, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm with eggs. And so Bad Little Dirt actually has a, a response to why do they kill some animals with pellet guns and others with drugs. I believe that's because we didn't have an actual gun up until now and vastly underestimated the thickness of a mongoose's skull. The general consensus after we killed the first one was, shit, we need a better gun. The one we found the next day uh, had been shaken to near death by a dog and only needed one pellet to finish it off. Since then, we haven't been baiting traps. This is, man, (laughs) this is a bummer. Yeah, it is. So now they're, they're like, we're not even doing the traps anymore because we just don't know what to do with them anymore. Yeah. This, this, is, this, this is like turning into Lord of the Flies very quickly. Yeah, this is very rapidly turned into Lord of the yeah, Flies. Yeah, Socratic Boron follows it up. We kill the mongoose with pellet guns because, one, that's all that's needed caliber slash power-wise. Two, higher caliber bullets would likely damage the traps and be potentially dangerous. We have guns for the same reason we have chainsaws, machetes, and hammers. They're useful tools under certain situations, and like all the other tools, we treat them with respect and utilize them as safely as possible. Egg says, If you have to shoot a small animal several times in the head, it doesn't sound like it's the right tool for the job, let alone the most humane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Point number one up there, that's all we needed caliber and power-wise. Demonstrably, no. Socratic moron, why are you trying to beclown us with your lies? Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, so <laughs> everyone's just turning on them. And then this poster here, Cinnamon Bastard, does a very good sort of takedown of like, this is, we're getting to the end, but this is them kind of very well explaining every part of how they fucked up there. If, um, so it's a bit of a read, but I think it's worth having it in there. Cinnamon Bastard says, I'm honestly not trying to troll SM. It's just this project seems to be becoming uh, unfocused at best. <laughs> You had something rather expensive stolen, and you responded by building a gate. That would be wonderful, except you don't have a continuous fence around the property, and your gate is 15 feet tall with only 5 feet underground. (laughs) A post should be set in such that the depth it reaches is one half of the height it reaches in the best conditions. So your gate, which has no fence, is in very real danger of just falling down. 
yes, I understand the concept of raising and slaughtering animals, but you don't have any buildings or real infrastructure built yet on the property. You're not pioneers in the Old West. You can wait till after you've built some infrastructure to start trying to raise animals. Your pig jumped out of your pig pen. This is a sign that you're doing this all wrong. Instead of luring or coaxing the small, frightened pig back, who, by your own account, was not used to the jungle and came back fairly quickly, even by trapping it or in a snare or calmly bringing it back to a controlled location, you opened fire on it with a handgun at over 15 feet. (laughs) Expanding on point one, you say you want to be sustainable, but currently you're staying off-site and trucking in every day. Yes, you're saying that the first priority is to build a communal lodge, but instead you're still fiddling around with trail making and dealing with the ins and outs of animal keeping. Your primary goal right now should be infrastructure and shelter, not raising animals to be sustainable and not the trail building yet. It's somewhat like watching eight-year-olds build a tree fort and then becoming more concerned with the roof and the walls than the manner in which it's actually attached to the tree. It's good to think about plan ahead, but if you focus too much on that, then you'll neglect the primary stage without realizing it, not to put too fine a point on it. Edit. Forgot to mention... In Hawaii, it's illegal to hunt pigs with a gun or at night. You have to have a hunting license and use a bow or an arrow, thanks to my housemate who informed me of this. I'm sure slaughtering your own pigs using a gun isn't counting as hunting, so it isn't illegal per se, although probably because no one would actually do that in the first place. You should keep that in mind if you want to clear your property of feral pigs. Yeah, pretty pretty excoriating takedown there. Yeah, right? The thing about the permits, I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's like, I mean, on top of, like, not having the building permits, the fact that I didn't get any hunting permits or anything. It's, this is pretty great. Yeah, Videotaping this crime spree was the best idea we ever had. <laughs> right. Yeah, and with with the thread turning out, this kind of a very fun theory. He's been very happy to bask in the attention, but as soon as they start getting um, things, so, so Socratic Moron is starting to fire back at people, so... So, but Cinnamon Bastard does that very nice response. And also, he was very, like, straightforward and pretty respectful. Like, he wasn't calling names or anything. He was being honest and criti- being, you know, critiquing. But he wasn't, like, being mean about it. So, Socratic Moron goes, uh, goes uh, I'll respond with my personal perspective as well. I don't feel that you're trolling, but it does feel like your tone isn't one of supportive advice, but rather demeaning instead. If you're sincere in your desire to help, taking a positive tone would be much better received and appreciated smiley face <laughs> and then below that just big glowy animated gift i put toxic positivity because of course of course the the, the yoga retreat guy is gonna turn around as soon as he gets criticized use toxic positivity to try and just like drown out any any dissent this fucking asshole yeah just the, yeah. again this guy's like giving rupert a run for its money as like the worst villain on on i'm from the internet so far i I am so glad that toxic positivity has made it to our lexicon because that is something I've struggled with for so much of my life is just like having genuine and real problems in my life and having people that were just like, oh, just cheer up, (laughs) you know, like they're just telling you to like put a, a positive spin on like actually fucked up things that are happening. It's like you're not helping, but because you think you're helping, I'm the bastard for telling you that you're not helping. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of, you're, you're, you're kind of making it sound like by being upset about this, it's kind of my fault. Right. Right. Exactly. Like I'm just trying to help. 
Like, come on. Yeah, you can't just drink water all your problems away, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. You got to sun your perennium. And a also, bit I just want to say one thing in that guy's post, he posts four smiley faces throughout this reply to show that he's not mad. It's like, that's one of those ticks. As soon as someone does it, you know, immediately he's just putting these little smiley faces in the end of all of his little things. Just like, see, oh, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm actually being quite friendly, smiley face. And like, and then he, he ends that post quoting someone who says something nice with thank you. And then in the role playing asterisks, hugs. <sighs> Yeah, you know when when conservatives are using the cry laughing emoji, you know they're actually like rage crying about things that they don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, this person plex. This is a very good one because people, for the most part, the thread is turning on Socratic Morum, but some people are getting defensive. And Plexiwatt's uh, defense is, I think, pretty pretty good here. I'll I'll take this. Plexiwatt says, "Cinnamon." Give more information on ways in which you're qualified to offer advice, and people will be more likely to take you seriously. Right now, it reads to the outsider like SM is being very smart about things while maintaining an open mind and dealing with the situation on the ground, whereas you're just some anonymous internet poster. Honestly, you make some good points, but back them up with something. Have you ever built a large structure in the wilderness? Great! Give details on your experience, and you'll be received much more warmly. So that's so fucking frustrating. <laughs> it's just another, Jesus Christ! This is another version. Like, oh, so you had problems with this movie? Well, let me see your IMDb. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why don't you make a movie? It's like so. So you. It's a thing where like you get the answer right, but you get all the points taken away because you didn't show your work. <laughs> you know, like. Like, Cinnamon was correct, but we don't know if Cinnamon is, like, you know, uh, an electrician or an engineer, so we can't just accept their knowledge as being correct. And, and, and Cinnamon did DMV kind of <laughs> mindset right there. And Cinnamon didn't actually, like, claim any authority on this. All they did was say, hey, what you're doing isn't working. Like, Right. It, Clearly not working. Demonstrably not working. We've seen it. We have four months of posts that show it not working like you know and you you, you wanted this to be a communal thing I, i'm here like hey you're you're talking to us instead of searching on google or going to a library or talking to a local uh or like talking to the clerk at home depot so this is what you get you get what you pay for i, I hate this <laughs> no, it's, it is because yeah. he's he, also he's literally been asking for help this whole time. That's the that's the whole point of this thread. He went to the DIY forum to ask for help, and they're like, "Now who are you to give this person who's asking for help what they're asking for?" Just just so many shitty bad internet behaviors on display here. It's wonderful. Yeah, can Socratic Moron show us why they have credentials? Yeah. He's the OP. <laughs> you know, it's 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 never it's never turned around on him. You <laughs> yeah. know. And Flexiwa also did a post I wouldn't include here because I don't think I've explained this before. So, yeah, uh, Plexiwa says you guys haven't learned to look at a person's post count before honestly responding to them. Yeah, the post count is uh, a, it, it's an interesting thing where on something awful, every time you, you have a, a little post count on your profile, and when you make a post in a regular forum, every post makes it go up by one. When you post in FIAD, it makes it go down by one. So people who post a lot in FIAD <laughs> have a negative post count instead of a positive one. So that becomes kind of like a thing where it's like, oh, check the post count, you know, because if it's like, oh, if they have a negative post count, they're from FIAD, you, know, you can't trust them. It's, it's just like a it's very like hall monitoring behavior. Even it, it's just very funny to me. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, like they're they're coming over here to spoil our good time, and it's like, like yeah, they could be making fun of you, but also making a good point and trying to save your life. You yeah, know? that is Ugh, that is truly. one thing about this one. I think is a very good illustration of it too. Is um is like in Fiat themselves, that will be very problematic. But whenever they come in the thread while they're invading, a lot of times they will they will like for lack of a better term, like drop the act and just be like, look, I'm straight, I'm speaking straight to you. You know, this is bad and not good for you. And this is kind of a good example of that, or I think the fact that it's something where they can, they have the, they, that they, they are aware that it's like a specific context where they act like that. That makes me be like, I, I generally come away pretty sympathetic to fire in this, even if in this, the small things, they can definitely be even for the time, like super problematic and well, line crossing. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they just know. Cause like, Oh, we pl- we talk like this when we're in our clubhouse and when we're out, we're playing by the outside rules that immediate, that kind of awareness yeah. uh, and immediately brings them up in terms of like being useful observers of things. Yeah. You know, it's just a it's just a way to sort people. It's a way to discount. Like, okay, you don't have to listen to this person. Like, you know, regardless of the merit of the thing they say. Yeah, you like sucks. create a box where anyone in it doesn't matter, and then just find a way to put people you don't like in that box. It's a Socratic moron, you know, now that people are actually pushing back against him, he goes, anyway, after pondering things a bit, we've decided to close this thread for now, since it has taken on a life of its own. We'll reopen it when we hit roadblocks and could use advice. We'll post regular updates of how we're going, we're doing on samadivillage.com slash blog for those that are interested. Thanks, guys. Smiley face. And then he locks the thread. But here we go. A day later. <laughs> Yeah, but comes in. Hey. Thread open. <laughs> yeah, another a, a mod from Fiad opened it. Just post thread open. <laughs> I one thing that is kind of lost by doing this through an audio medium is just like the, you you like to think that it's just like you know on Twitter it's just like a name and a picture of the person doing these things, but like <laughs> the mod that comes into this is named Mons Al Madin. Their uh, uh, avatar picture is like a a eight bit art of a very cool emo tough guy centaur, <laughs> and the little line underneath his name just says "You will experience beer," and <laughs> he, he's the one who comes in and says, "No, no, 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 no. we're keeping he just this trots one open. on in." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, all right, yeah. Uh, no, we gave up so much. When we moved on, That's when we awesome. moved to actual social media instead of forums. Right. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the thing that happens a lot in something awful in general is like, is whenever a thread turns on people or the person in charge will to try and get them to stop, they'll just close the thread, which never works because then it's like, you know, it's that, um, the story sand effect by not wanting people to read it. It just makes people want to read it more. So the mods reopen it. People get invited in. Sometimes mods will like do mod challenges to the people for it. So in general, whenever that's when, you know, things are going to go next level and the person in charge closes the thread because they're getting owned too much. <laughs> yeah. And people are starting to, they're not, so people are turning on him even further for, um, guaranteed says wow i was kind of sad when he closed it because i found it an interesting and entertaining thread but this is just kind of pathetic (laughs) 
Oh, man. Kenzie says, I loved reading about a bunch of inexperienced people doing stuff out in the jungle. It doesn't look like this thread is going to improve over time, unfortunately. Good luck with your project. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. The Socratic moron is... Thanks again go out to those of you who are supportive. After thinking it over, we are going to stop posting in this thread since it's no longer enjoyable, even if admins continue to reopen it. Because, hey, why do anything that's not fun, smiley face? It sucks that it's gotten shit on to this extent, as it was fun to share with you guys and get your valuable insight. But such is life on SA, I guess. So, yeah, so he's just like, he starts, he's like, okay, I'm going to take my ball and go home. And... I haven't been including it till now, but on Fiat, the Fiat Thrift was getting very because they dug up some info about who this guy is. And they've been kind of talking about it or whatever. And now that he's kind of finally starting to stop posting, this is when it breaks containment. So this poster from Fiat, uh, Mr. Apollo, shows up and starts talking. And uh, he has a thing in here where he says, uh, Too bad about the LWS forum and Zoints. So, so he, brings, he drops these two proper nouns, LWS forums and Zoints. And we're going to find out that these are both things that Socratic Moron was known for. And this is going to add a whole extra layer of hilarious backstory to all this. So okay. if you, either one of you guys like, do you want to take, like, do it, uh, call your shot about where you think this is going? Okay, LWS, I'm thinking... So he's 31 years old when this is happening. And he, he has his past in thing called LWS Forums and Zoints. So this is like, these are like things he did when he was in his 20s. He was in his 20s, uh, so it would have been like late 90s. And he had uh, enough money I mean, to buy land in Hawaii. I mean, Zoinks probably was like a scam dot com kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm thinking like a like a, a bubble dot uh, com bubble kind of Got thing. Got it yeah. one, fantastic. So, so okay. yeah, so here's Socratic Moron where he, he takes the bait when they do that. Mm. <laughs> As most people who would care have known for a while, since I haven't made an effort to hide myself in pictures, my previous screen name used to be the Gun Owner. All one word. While I no longer consider myself to be that person, I stopped using that screen name around 2005. Since we're still getting volunteers from this thread, I'll explain why some people may care. One, I used to have severe depression and anxiety, which, while not intentionally or maliciously, was a douche at times because I was projecting. I'd write some pretty outrageous stories here on SA, some based on truth but exaggerated, and others complete fiction that garnered a lot of attention. Two, in late 2003 slash early 2004, I started my own forum, in large part and quite ironically because of the thread shitting here. It was called Living With Style, LWS, and we pioneered the idea to pay people to post. It sounds strange, but it was actually a viable business model. I wasn't too creative and based many of our forums off of those here on SA, which resulted in this. And that link is to a weekend web article in Something Awful, where Something <laughs> Awful did a this. weekend web on the Living With Style forums where they went in and made fun of it. So this is someone that got made fun of by Something Awful and then came back years later under a different screen name and got people from Something Awful to come out and work on his island for free. Like, is this guy <sighs> secretly a genius? Like, this is incredible. <laughs> I remember this. This is awesome. I remember. It, it, it's good. Yeah. No, it's just very funny that like there are, there's some quotes somewhere on the internet that like, if you want to find out the answer to something on the internet, it's not, you don't ask the question. You just state the wrong answer and then somebody will come along and correct <laughs> oh, yeah. you. It's a, and so 
the urge that he has when somebody mentions something about him. He's like, actually, and then you can get a man to just divulge all of his information, <laughs> you know, by just admitting to all of that shit. Oh, it, it, it is wonderful. It is a wonderful maneuver. Wow. So I remember living with style. I read this weekend web. Yeah. That's funny. That yeah. is very funny that he, uh, that he, that he was associated with that and apparently made a bunch of money on it. Yeah, because what huh. Living with Style was was like you said, because yeah, you got paid to post. Like like the way that Gaia Online worked for anybody who might, I, I, where it's like you post on there and you get gold points for posting and you could spend it to buy like little dress up clothes for your anime paper dolls. Living with Style had a thing called Style Points, where it's basically just like you earn points for posting and you could cash them out to get like money or like hats or merch or stuff. And so that was his like startup thing, literally paying people to post. And it was like basically very obviously based on something awful. And so he did sell it and make money off of that. And then continuing from his post there, he goes, three, in 2005, I started a forum-based social network called Zoints. It hasn't done as well as I hope. It was acquired by an investment company in early 2006. And I learned a lot that I applied in future endeavors, so it worked out okay in the end. To the people I was adduced to in the past, I sincerely apologize. While yoga and a lot of introspection and hard work have allowed me to overcome the depression and anxiety and lead a much more emotionally balanced life, I'm still far from perfect, but at least I'm now having fun, smiley face. If after all that, anyone still wants to volunteer, fill out the application linked in the first post of this thread and I'll pay you 20 Hawaii bucks, winky face. The smiley faces, it's just so funny because they're the, the Wojak of like the smiley face and then you can see beneath the mask yeah. is a like somebody crying tears of rage, <laughs> and it's like that is all I think of when I see smiley faces now because it's 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 like when somebody sends you a thumbs up on 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 Messenger <laughs> in real life a thumbs up means good job hey good to see ya and anywhere else it's just like fuck you <laughs> it's such an insane thing to do to somebody yeah no oh good job you know. <laughs> so funny it's, um man his uh i i, I kind of almost did a spit take on point one up there when he talked about like oh i've had anxiety and depression using that as a, a, a as an excuse that could be value neutral i don't i don't know about yeah but what hammers at home is him providing what i assume is a wikipedia link to the word projecting <laughs> yeah just a, right yeah. exactly it's a real i mean this is like 10 years ahead of when it became like a real epidemic but like it's a real person precursor to the uh just like let's say malignant therapy talk just yeah. breaking oh, through God. into the usual lexicon like man <sighs> that is a every single thing is trauma every single thing is like as abuse every single thing is toxic like jesus christ just because you had a bad experience with someone or didn't vibe with them does not mean that it was a traumatizing abusive toxic relationship yeah. like uh, these words fucking mean they, something they really truly do and if i heard a specific story i would say you know what that that's awful uh However, when it becomes a standard mode of communicating in order to avoid scrutiny, then it becomes mm -hmm. something that is actually really, really corrosive in my point of view. It's good to understand these things for yourself, but when it becomes a lexical you know, weapon, uh, then it's, uh, it's, it stops being virtuous. It stops being a thing that people should do. Yeah, I've just I've seen so many stories of people where, who are like... I, I know the other side of their story 
but they describe it in all of that, you know, exactly as you said, the malignant therapy talk where it's just like, it was a very toxic, you know, abusive situation. And like, I know what actually happened uh-huh. because I mean, there's, there's some stories of like in, in the various scenes that I'm a part of where I've, I've actually read the screen caps where the person that was claiming to be abused is like absolutely psychotic in the DMS and like super violent and fucked up and, and just really disgusting. But they just jump out and they go, oh, it was, it was, if anything, it was mutually toxic. It's like, oh, God. It's rough. I don't like it. Yeah. And to see it pop up this early is very funny. And also, I just, the, the, the passive aggressive linking, like, here, do some reading up on why I'm not responsible for what I've done. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you do this homework and before just, you can yeah, respond I, to me. It's this perfect weapon of you can just go, like, Oh, uh, you're projecting straw man. You know, it, it's what is it? The the argument fallacies or something like that. Yeah. If you get into an argument with a dude on Reddit, they're just going to go like ad hominem. <laughs> it's like, well, you are a nerd. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's, it's very simple. But I love that he's like his previous screen was to be the gun owner. I just find that very funny. Like, hi, I'm a guy who's founding a yoga retreat. I'm the gun owner. <laughs> Hey, come join my island. I'm the gun owner. Like, that's like, if you want to think of like a comedy username to reveal a person this used to be, like that is the funniest you can get without literal hate speech being in it. <laughs> it's oh gosh, it, yeah, it's very. Uh, it's also very clinical. Like that is a weirdly clinical way to get across what he says. <laughs> also, like, like mm-hmm. I, it's not. It doesn't actually sound as bad as he thinks it does. But the fact that he's saying like that's that I'm no longer that person is kind of building it up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no longer a, the gun owner, gun owner. Now I'm just a gun owner. <laughs> but just the the, the therapy talk, the uh, uh, the, the smileys you know, hiding everything. Just it, it's real. You know, the only way to lose on the internet is get, is to get mad stuff. Ugh. Right. Yeah. And so that's unfortunately that's when Socratic moron really stops posting. So we're kind of getting into the sort of the fizzy aftermath in my kind of nice, cool ending reveal here. So so <laughs> so after his that car, that sort of passive aggressive and, and Andy's still hustling. He's still like, oh, by the way, if anyone still wants to volunteer and be my free day labor, by all means, just the just 24 grind set for this man. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> God. It never ends. Yeah, if, just, if you could read the highlighted parts for Insurrectum, they'd have a, an interesting point here I wanted to talk about for a bit. Insurrectum says, You guys just killed your own comedy, and what was an interesting threat? By keeping your mouth shut, you'd at least get some laughs when all of this falls apart. Are they talking about the FYAD people coming in and, uh, uh, like, intervening? Yeah, that's what they're saying, because like, by showing up and criticizing, because the people that were criticizing him were people from FIAD or... And or mostly, but yeah, but this whole thing of they're going, well, well, by criticizing him and making him stop, you've ended your own amusement. I was kind of like, I don't know if I agree with it necessarily, but that was like an interesting take to have on this because but the notes I put here, like it made me think of Grover House, which is like probably one of the most well-known like goon fiascos in the broader internet. And a big part of why that's kind of well, so well-documented is because since Grover was a moderator of the forum he was posting this at, nobody could say anything bad or critical to him or else they'd get in trouble for mod sass. So it's kind of like if somebody had shown up and like, you know, been critical of him at the beginning, we might not have gotten that. And for this, like, of course, it's like these people are in danger. Of course, they need that critical feedback. That was absolutely the right thing to do. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not doing an ace in the hole thing and, and saying, like, <laughs> hey, okay, let's just let's just let these people suffer for some more entertainment. But at the same time, it was just like a neat thing to think about how. 
I think for people like this who claim to be all about the laws or whatever, how in the end, how their behavior actually winds up just kind of like when this is done in a negative context. So when people online harass people and uh, over, over silly stuff, I got a little messy at the end there. But. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny when you're one of like the debate bro tactics is to go like, you showed emotion. You showed You were the first <laughs> yeah. person to show emotion. You lose. You showed emotion. It's like, oh, God damn it. Sorry for being a fucking human, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. And just like, oh, oh, just this person's entire concept of people who post an FYAD, like, oh, yeah, no, all you care about is having something to laugh at. Like, no, you guys are going to give me something else to laugh at. Like, I didn't, you know, crush my bunny here like you say you are. Like, we're people over here. We do shitty things, but like, you know, we probably had a reason. Like, tisk tisk, you had a bad play, sir. James Bond. <laughs> Absurd. We do this for Britain. Yeah. And this big post here is kind of like the, the post-mortem on the whole thread. Uh, the fact he's jumped into this thing with very little foreplanning and not much to go on in terms of experience or resources is something you, you can also probably link to his history with projects. He seems to get an idea in his head. I think it sounds good in practice because it does, at least to him on paper, and then uh, dives in without really investigating it thoroughly because he can do it, not even considering if he should do it. Given his tendency to pick up and drop projects and enterprises like a six-year-old does to toys, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he abandons the yoga retreat project in a year and sells off the land for whatever he can get for it, leaving all of the effort and other investment put in uh, by all involved wasted. 100%. Yeah, because uh, that that's kind of the thing that we never even talked about is like okay so let's say some fucking how this guy pulls this off and creates a village that is like a yoga retreat that people can go on hikes to obviously they would be taking in some money he never like mentioned to anyone that anyone would ever get any kind of compensation outside of like the five hundred dollars a month that they would receive you know yeah, it's like if it if it does well, then it's like they're going to feel like they were conned out of their, their fair share. And if it bombs and it's like, well, nothing they did amounted to anything, really. Right. Yeah. No matter what happens, these people got screwed over, screwed, <laughs> screwed over. <laughs> We've been going for, for a while. Don't worry. It's almost done. Yeah. And this, this is a, a cool buff man post here. I just thought it was very fun. He's like, I for one applaud the Gates accomplishments. Always thought we Hawaii needed more Gates. Gates for the win. Just. <laughs> just that, just that very kind of, just that fiad flow is very good. And what was was uh, cool buff man the guy that says banned for hating Hitler? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Cool buff man was the one in the low carb one. Yeah, banned for banned for disliking Hitler. Fuck you. One of the great lines with low <laughs> yes. carb episode. Yeah. And this was, so they posted a picture from one of YouTube videos that was taken. out. looks like someone from fiad made like a parrot made. There's like. A video about this where it looks like there's like a drawing of what looks like Mad Little Nerd on a pig with sunglasses, where the guy with the bird is next to her, and it's like a pretty decent caricature. Yeah, that's pretty funny. The guy with the bird one. Yeah, is like, funny. It looks like it looks like someone did like a like like fanime thing on YouTube with it, and I really wish that video was still around. God. But <laughs> old old uh, YouTube looks so chunky yeah the interface yeah. looks so blocky and odd like you for, you forget how, I, yeah. that's why i love getting to see like that like or like like it is like a treasure every time i find a screenshot of someone's desktop from the past and i just get to like see the icons and everything and uh, it's always yeah. so good yeah. that's funny temple says since when did learning as you go mean play with sticks guns and knives all day you could have had a formal plan 
professional crews, bazillions of dollars invested, and you would still have to learn as you go. You have to improvise. It would still be interesting to watch. The idea that reinventing the wheel for, let's say, every fucking thing needed for the island and never ever referencing the slightest bit of established knowledge that or experience reeks of childish, no fuck you, dad, <laughs> form of intellectual oppositional defiant disorder. People have been doing what you are doing for literally thousands of years, but, 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 but please don't overthink our work here. It's a trial by fire. The project was doomed from the minute you said, this is a learning experience, when somebody criticized a poorly thought out action. No, a learning experience is something where you think about what you're doing and evaluate. Digging holes, cutting down trees, and poaching videos on YouTube without visible organization or outcomes is literally showing off your Jungle Book goon fantasy island for the entertainment. Let's see the next wacky installments of The Land, starring clueless, confidently wasteful idiots. Just slip on some goon tears and puncture an artery already. That would be vastly more entertaining and enlightening. This is like watching a car crash in slow motion, except the cars are shit and the crash makes the circular motion, accompanied by a low sucking sound. (laughs) Why do you throw away even more money to get MIA to sing paper planes while you go romp around like cowboys and Indians shooting paintballs at each other? Why are you building trails if the first place is, if your first goal is sustainability? Why are you killing animals for sport if you care about yoga and all that mindfuck jazz? Why haven't you erected, or at least tried to erect, a fucking Drew housing? What is Drew housing? I don't know. If you plan to actually live there long term. Permaculture? What in the holy fuck does permaculture have to do with anything if you haven't mapped out the temporary access to things like water, shelter, and sanitation outlets? You're just pissing and shitting everywhere. (laughs) I dare you. Show any of these plans other than slinging words like microhydro around when you can't even listen to simple advice about building gates and not torturing animals. <laughs> Edit. And if a little ribbing from the internet is about, about your project is enough for you to close a discussion, how do you expect to accomplish such huge goals? Faya did you a favor. I'll guess you're already looking for buyers for the property. <sighs> and then Mons al Madin, the mod that reopened a thread, came back and said, Congratulations, we are all now gay. 2009, baby. Yep, July 28, 2009. 2009. That's how the uh, the thread for Samadhi Village ends. <laughs> and from what I can tell, their predictions became right, because uh, going on archive.org, the Samadhi Village website isn't up anymore. If you go there, there was never any updates or changes to it, aside from the original like website they put up as a placeholder. And then at the, it stayed up for a year throughout 2009, then 2010, the uh, the renewal lapsed and it didn't get renewed and it ended. So it looks like yeah, he just he just event yeah, just eventually he abandoned the project and left and stopped working. You know, so Samadhi Village just was like another thing he lost interest in and moved on from. But the thing is, I was curious about what this guy might have been up to. So we're not going to dox him, don't worry. But I was able to work backwards from information about the previous stuff he'd done. I found his LinkedIn. I'm uh, because. Oh, God. <laughs> Since we know what he looks like from the pictures, and I know the things I found. And so, what do you guys want to guess before I do it? What do you think this guy has been up to in the decade since, uh, decade plus since Samadhi Village? Uh, he was definitely at January 6th. I mean, um, at, at, at the very least, he uh, has gotten real Trumpy. Uh, and if he hasn't done crypto, 
I'm not going to say I'll eat my hat, but if he hasn't done crypto, yeah, tech bro crypto, yeah, tech bro crypto stuff. I've, I've, I mean, before that, probably just blockchain in general. Uh, basically, uh, before that big data, I think he probably has been like riding the wave of uh, uh, buzzwords. Very good. Yeah. So, so I I have three uh, facts I thought were worth sharing about him. So, number one, um, he lives in Florida now. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that tracks. Two, he served as a very minor publicly elected local official a few years back in South Florida. So this is a guy who got into local government, which 100% tracks for the type of person I've this. And then number three, his most recent gig after that is serving as the CEO of a blockchain governance company. So Cole, you fucking nailed it with that one, buddy. Oh, I love it. So yeah, this it's just a kind of person. <laughs> yeah. It's just a type of dude that does this yeah, kind like, of shit. Oh, well, that's, that's enough so nonconformity funny. for a lifetime now to go destroy the world again. Bye. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. Uh, so yeah, just I thought I was very happy to find that out cuz what a what a note to end out on. Just yeah, this 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 shitty rich guy just keeps going or just keeps failing off and we're all just living in his world now. <laughs> <sighs> that's so great oh, yeah. so no, luckily nobody died i did cut out there was some there was some some tmi stuff about people like getting help like the the medical stuff they were having from living in such a humid environment so i'll just leave it at that but yeah there was definitely uh it was not a pleasant experience for the people involved there and i think everyone kind of left i mean they made it back they made it back in one piece at least but still was, like, i imagine it was pretty disillusioning for a lot of people yeah this is so fun, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I think that a lot of these stories should be evidence that if you have money, that does not mean that you're smart or accomplished. And if you are accomplished, that does not mean that you're smart. You know, like this person had enough money to buy 100 acres of land in, in Hawaii. And he still fucked it up. Because his whole life is a grift. <laughs> he he like he started this whole thing off by getting people to work for free, and then he ends it as a like a blockchain like tech bro crypto fuck. <laughs> that's I mean that's like it's it's a perfect cycle. I don't know. I, I said a lot of stuff along the way that probably could act as a final sum up. That stuff about the uh, the therapy talk and all of that, but like the fact that everything. He didn't know anything before he went out there. He thought he could go, thought he could learn as he goes. But like, you would think that he didn't have access to a device that connected to the internet by the fact that he was relying on everybody to just tell him what to do at every at every turn, right? Yeah, I guess that's the funniest twist here is that he did ask people for advice for this, and then just just kind of summarily rejected it all. So if that was just like a ruse to get people to think that he's like open minded, I mean that would be pretty cunning, right? Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know I don't like I don't know like if any of it was intentional other than just like laziness. Like I'm just going to crowdfund this, not crowdfund. I'm going to crowdsource this entirely when you know just he could have talked to literally anybody else. He could have you know. Bought a book by an expert, found somebody locally who could help him out with this, hired people, used his resources to actually come in and use equipment that at, at every single step he came in and said, oh, no, guys, lava pits. What do now? Um, it's it's really 
I mean, it's it feels like a like an art project almost. Like, what happens if I just hand over all of my agency to an internet forum and then just get real shitty when they give me advice that goes against what I felt like doing anyway? Yeah, I I think that that's kind of the one of the funny parts about it is that he, uh, if he was doing this whole big grift, he actually did live in fucking squalor and misery you know <laughs> and so like he 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 actually did to a certain degree put his money where his mouth is um but i guess i mean i guess you know charlie manson also lived on the compound so <laughs> who knows you know yeah goons, goons. what can we say yeah, yeah well uh no it's, it's definitely like there's one of the fun things that's like wherever the setting is, the, the goons don't change. It's just you put a goon whether they're in the, whether they're in the rainforest <laughs> or you know they're they're at, at a convention or you know they're at Goon Con. Just they're always they're always goons. It's comforting. Uh, it's 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 just like my favorite video game, goons. Goons never change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Uh, Cole, do you have anything you'd like to plug anywhere we can go to, to listen to more of your stuff? Yeah, I do a bunch of podcasts. They're all listed over at the website, duckfeed.tv. That's the name of the network, uh, primarily about video games, but we do other stuff. Uh, if you've heard about us or you want to know our biggest shows, we do have uh, watch out for fireballs. It's a good games club kind of thing. Um, and we have a show that's all about the dark Souls series that just passed its 10 year anniversary. Um, that is a bonfire side chat. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Yeah. Thank I will totally vouch too. I will totally vouch for all those shows. They're all very good. Object suffering is like, if it is like, if you like it when me and Winslow get on diversions about stuff, like object suffering is just like a whole show of that energy. Like it's a show about bad games ostensibly, but it really just becomes about how, how great Gary and Cole can be just with, with <laughs> using that as a launch pad for conversations. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah, and watch out for fireballs. Well, it's been going for like over a decade at this point, and it started out as a retro gaming thing, but now it just kind of covers whatever. So if you have so much content there to go through, and they always have a really interesting, fresh perspective because they play it beforehand and then talk about it from the here and now. So it is very fun to get these fresh takes on maybe a game that you haven't played since you were a kid and can now kind of vicariously experience. What would it be like if I got to play this again as an adult? You know, it's just really right. good listening. Thank you. Well, uh, if you want to find out anything more about us, you can follow us at IFTIPod uh, on Twitter, and you can also follow me at uh, at Winslow Dumain on Twitter, and I'm at Calculations on Instagram. I also have the uh, Mayor Silent, the Mayor of Silent Hill Twitter that's going, and I'm actually, I mean, it's too late now, but I did, uh, by the time you hear this, I just gave away uh, a free copy of the... Uh, soundtrack of silent hill 2 on vinyl mm. I do starting to do a little few giveaways now that i have so many followers um and we also have the uncle picture pod uh the uncle picture twitter account which is just tweeting a random weird picture uh every hour you can give us a follow there and of course if you dm me uh on my on twitter on my personal twitter um i the offers I'm from the Internet is created by Jay Brand Center and Winslow Domain. Edited by Steve Brown. Music by Steve Isbroke. Hi.
I have uh, this email that was circulated in my office of this dude who was, uh, I work for like a shipping company, and this guy was making a delivery, and he was so cranked out of his mind and like hallucinating so badly that he was banned from delivering to this particular Walmart. (laughs) And so I have the whole thing that he wrote while high like explaining every single thing that happened to him as it goes along. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I, can, I would love to just re it is like three pages, one paragraph. Oh, and it's yeah. like this insane journey.